two-man. Israel Dalau! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Fantasy XV Draft Podcast, episode 12. The podcast where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kargi, and with me this week, again, we have Harry. G'day, mate. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent. And uh, also joining us is the bloke who, to be fair, we weren't sure if he would ever return, uh, either being replaced by the super sub Nabung, or whether he would ever be allowed out of the house again as a newly married man. Nelson, welcome. Hey, how you doing? I did have a lot of fun without you. Excellent, mate. How was the... Uh, look, Nelson was exploring Southeast Asia on his honeymoon. How was the, the rugby scene in Vietnam? Uh, they... Mainly talked about our podcast. Excellent. It was one of the big things of our... Every time I heard rugby, they pretty much mentioned mentioned our podcast. You were giving out flyers? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good. All right, speaking of flyers, uh, check out our website, fantasyxvdraft.com, where you can find our weekly articles, the Casualty Ward, the Fantasy Round in Review, and the Stock Market at the moment. Um, get after us on the socials as well. We're on uh, Fantasy XV Draft on Twitter. 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 Twitter's good. Yeah, tw- Twitter, Facebook, and uh, and the gram. Um, yeah, very good. All right, well, let's get stuck into it. Shall we? Without further ado. Um, round 13 in review, our entree, uh, warming up. Um, all right, on to the first game. So for, for round 13, the buy was the Haguaris, just to uh, get that out of the way. And uh, the first game was the Blues and Hurricanes on Friday night. Um, everyone had big expectations for this game. And uh, even though... It wasn't um, pouring with rain like it was meant to. Uh, it's, it was still a pretty good game, but just, um, I guess, look, for me, it was a little bit disheartening because my entire fantasy team is based around the Yuanis and... Uh, the Savits. And the Savits. And, uh, look, the Yuanis didn't show up, so... Uh, they didn't. Yeah, it wasn't very That's helpful correct. for me. But, um, look, who returned from this game? Uh, Jordy, no, Jordy Barrett didn't return from this game. No, he did. He came yes, off the he bench. Did, he came off the bench. Right. I thought you were the one here who watched it. Point one. I was the one here that watched it. Yeah, good. Maybe I stopped watching by the time Jordy came <laughs> on. Um, all right. Well, Jordy came back off the bench after his kind of like ankle. Yeah, that know. minor ankle mishap he had in the week the week before. They ended up resting him when they could have played him. Pulled him out late. Yeah, but they just said they have so many amazing outside backs that they can just do whatever they want. And they do. Yeah. Yep. No. Okay. Good. Uh, and then it was also the return of a very very noticeable return was TJ Perinara in the second half. How good is he? Yep. He's no Finlay Christie, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was absolutely unbelievable. It, not only was he, you know, like, the attack changed, but the hits... Did you see the hits? He, oh, wait, you guys haven't watched the game. Sorry, that's right. The hits he was putting on. My God. He... There's Actually, there's one where... Who's the Blues halfback? Um, Pulu. I think he got zero points. I think he absolutely flattens Pulu at one yep. point during the game, so... He hit the fantasy points out of him. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It would say. Do you mean <laughs> that's severe? Do you know, yeah, do you know when you're, you're you're Mario and Super Mario and you get hit by something and you lose all the coins? Yeah. That's what happened. But he, he also sucked it up as well. He <laughs> yeah. got his coins back. Yeah. Does, yeah no. um, so now that was good. And otherwise, who else came back? Ben May came back from an illness. Um, I mean, he came off the bench. wasn't particularly notable. And Offa Tuanga Farsi came back, starting for the Blues. Um, he had an absolute blinder. Scored a try, fifty odd fantasy points. Uh, and then, look, the two big ones that uh, people were very excited about. We had SBW coming back. And boy, did he look good. How good was that offload? Oh, mate. Just how good was he attacking the line in general, you know? I figured out one of the reasons where, you know, you kind of forget just how much bigger he is than other players. Particularly how much taller he is. Uh, because 
particularly who was he up against? He was up against um, was Lamarpi? Yeah, he was up against like Lamarpi in the line. Mm. So anytime he went no. through, he just held the ball up really high, and no matter what, his arm was always free and just it's, threw yeah. it. Yeah. It's definitely one of the things that make him such a good offer. Yeah. yeah. Why, why are you talking about Lamarpi though? How good was his crossfield kick? I know, absolutely. Yeah, where did that come from? Yeah. He was basically, he was like, they were like, look, Lamar, we're going to give you this play. This is going to shore up some all-black selection for you right there. (laughs) Just show off the skills. Um, That was pretty good. And then, look, lastly, returning, um, and we'll give a quick shout-out to one of our keenest Twitter followers, uh, official Rainbow Ponies, or at Get Nanai on. Milani (laughs) Nanai returned, uh, albeit from the bench, but um, he came back and, uh, look, he looked good in his last few minutes there, but hopefully he's promoted to the starting team next week. So... um, yeah, um, I guess, all right, on to the fantasy points for this one. Um, who topped, the, I think it was Ricky Riccatelli who topped this game. Um, Just scoring off rolling malls, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a couple. Oh. It was. Uh, just, just one, no, 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 there was right. another one he got close. It was just one. Yeah, yeah. It was only one try, but he just had, um, you know, quite a few runs and, you know, made nine tackles, but 18 successful line-out throws. So, how's that for you? That'll do it. Yeah, that's it. That's, um... A lot of points, um, and just waiting. We've been talking for so long that all of my web pages have now uh, not loaded anymore. But uh, Sam Lousy, sixty-one points, big game from him. So he was promoted back to the starting team, preferred over Michael Fadialofa, and I think he's he's like what we've been talking about <laughs> on the weekend, Harry. One of these players from the Australian Conference who, uh, mm. you know, goes over to New Zealand and just becomes awesome. So. To be fair, he was Kiwi in the first place. No, I know. That's why I said one of these players from the Australian Conference. I didn't say yeah. an Australian, but um, I knew Nelson would come after me on that one. So Surely I, your next one you're going to say is Tuonga Farsi. I did. I said, we talked about Tuonga Farsi. Yeah, came back to start. Um, Scored you, a try. Points, you here, 53 points. Are you here with us listening, Mark? Just I'm just saying points-wise. <laughs> True. Okay, 53 points offer. Um... So, look, he's always been... I've always thought he's been a very good prop. He hasn't been performing this that well this year. Yeah, very quiet this year. Mm. That is pretty much the other six games he's played added together to equal what he did in that game. It's not far off it. Yes, indeed. Um, and then, look, otherwise, Gareth Evans, um, he ended up on... Um, what did he get? Sorry, he got... 53. 53, yeah. And then so. they had me on a scatter on 49. Don't worry, I got your back, Kagi. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything else, mate, that you want to talk about out of that one? Maybe a prop that you have that you were particularly excited about his oh, performance? Jeffrey Tumunga Allen. 42 points for the big man. <laughs> That's it. He was very good. Look, basically, there was a hell of a lot of fantasy points in this game. Um, pretty much across both teams. Well, sorry. Mainly all Hurricanes. But the Blues the Blues didn't do too badly either. But um, it was just... It was a pretty free-running game. So... Um, no, look, that was a good one. But um, in our efforts to speed up our podcast, let's move on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I might just quickly mention that Vera Fafidi got concussed and came off. So with that rotation with Fatia Lofer and Lousy, I think that might be important for the following week. Good. And Rossi Wright got subbed at 32 minutes, but they didn't even show him on the screen. We um, don't think it was an injury. We thought that it wasn't an injury and maybe it was just an early sub because uh, they had Manu come on. So that was a bit of a weird one where they... But ha- have you guys watched that fight? Yeah, they, yeah we yeah. have. They, they didn't even show it on the big screen. The commentator even said it looked like it might have been pre-planned to sub them now instead of late in the second half. Okay. So that was an interesting one. Cool. Yep. Uh, Sunwolves Reds was the next game. And basically, if you had Sunwolves pa- players on the back of Kagi telling everyone, when the Sunwolves play the Aussies, pick up the Sunwolves because that's free points. We were bang on. You would be absolutely laughing. That's it. You had Samaki top score with 79 points. He is a freak of nature, just keeps putting up score after score. Three tries from him helped. Um, he picked up one, I remember, 
from the back of her ruck and then just took it down the short <laughs> side, <laughs> just trying to get involved, I guess. Four line breaks, 93 run metres, just an absolute weapon. Well, he's the he's the Falao or Naira of Oro of that team. Just get the man the ball. That's you know? fair. Yep, absolutely. I think he's better than Naira of Oro because they haven't worked out how to stop him yet. That's true. Yep, no. He's, he's, he's lower to the ground. And he doesn't so... drop the ball nearly as much either. Yeah. That's it. No, you can't, you can't go past his name, the Tongan Godzilla. You can't go past yeah. it. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, and... The Tongan part, very interesting for our dessert <coughs> later on. Oh, very good. Snake peak. Michael Little. Michael <laughs> Little, you. 72 <laughs> points. The fly half at inside centre continues to post massive scores. It was a 72. 72. Ripper. Hayden Parker, 57. I think that was pretty much all from penalty kicks. Hit the every, laser. The every laser. kick. Yeah. Seven penalties. Seven, seven penalties, five, con- no, four conversions. Some nights, I guess, you're, just, you're just feeling it. Five conversions. You know? You're just yeah. feeling End it some days. And End you yeah, no, he's a good try too. Yeah, yeah. himself. Uh, and then you had Grant Hadding on fifty-two points as well, the second rower, scoring a try but running the ball a lot. Looked mm. really, really dynamic, and he's been a, a bit of a machine, consistently scoring since he's come back into the starting side. So it, he's one that I definitely rate. He's been a revelation for them this year. I think yeah. um, they've, they've started playing him more and more in recent weeks, and he's just absolutely they've been rewarded for it. He has been solid. Mm. Best. Sorry, Gun. I was going to say, you could have had him and him and I and almost got 100 from your lock pairing. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's insane. some big stats. Solid. From Two of the best locks. locks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, him, him and I pl- playing at eight just keeps putting up big score after big score. So if they keep him there mm. for the next for this week as well, you probably get one more week out of him. That's right. He'll, uh, he got another, you know, he got another 46 mm. this week. Um, and then best of... The Reds players, you had Dagunu on 56 points from his try and his line break as well, had 177 run metres and seven tackle busts. That's it, look. Pretty insane. He, like, he, win or lose, he was going to do well. It's just, this type of, this is the type of game Dagunu was going to find yeah, space and get right o- Yeah, Open game, hopefully gets his hand in the ball. Funny how quickly he's become their first choice outside back. And rightly so. Yeah, yeah, just leapfrogged everybody in that team. They've struggled. They have struggled in previous years to have a solid back three, or at least your, your wingers. Who, who was it last year? There was Nabuli, and who was the other winger? Uh, right, starting every week? Kurundrani. Yeah, that's right. Chris Kurundrani, yeah. Oh. That's it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, but I still can't get over the fact, he's Nadola's brother, and he's he is. very average. Yeah, that's probably what got him so the when, Yeah, so when he leaves, <laughs> yeah, when he goes overseas, plays with Fiji, he will become a god and the Crusaders will sign <laughs> You've heard it here first. Uh, anyway, Daguna, 177 metres came from nine runs. We normally talk about looking for 10 metres wow. per run. Mm. He was three metres shy of 20 metres a run. Wow. Not too bad. Crazy. I think he added a long intercept in there for about 80 metres, which might have contributed, but we'll, let's, we'll not, let's we'll not ruin a good story. <laughs> That's it. Um, the only other one I thought was worth mentioning was Georgie Smith just carried the forward pack. He had 17 runs for the game, which is pretty ridiculous. Mm. 17? 17 runs. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that is big. Yeah. Uh, oh man! We also had the return of Slipper, who had a very quiet game for someone that normally scores quite well. I would have thought against the Sunwolves pack, he would have scored well, but did not. Yeah. Uh, John O'Lands played at ten when they moved, and they moved Hamish Stewart to fifteen. So that was the first time we got to see Stewart playing out of position. Didn't really make anything of it. Disappointingly, I'm just having to look. Sixteen points, so hmm. much of it, you know, well, didn't show up. Really, didn't do anything. Um, and then you had Jason Emery, who had thumb surgery a little while ago, came back off the bench and looked solid enough. 
So it should be some more game time for him coming up. That's it. You'll note all, all the Highlanders players like <laughs> yeah. uh, Hayden Parker, Jason Emery, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Highlanders coaching staff just picking anyone who was in and around the, the Highlanders squad. Yeah. Why not? F. Sortia, I think he took a head knock just before half time, played on, but looked a bit dazed. And then at half time, he just didn't come back out. So I think that's a concussion, but not positive. And then you had Samisi Masawera, who got subbed on the 29th minute. Back. He, of course, is the outside back uh, listed as a Lucy. Yeah. Um, I think he got one last time he played, and this time he played, he got not much better. Yeah, so I, I, I was more Four. excited this time because he was playing fullback, whereas last time... Actually, did he play fullback last no, time? No, he played wing, he played wing last, last time, time yeah. yeah. So, But, I mean, he had that one big rings. week, which may, which is why we kind of brought him up, but it doesn't cover the fact that he's just not a very good footballer. <laughs> no. no, I think we, we mentioned him before he got that score because we'd noticed that he's playing... He's listed as a loose Yeah. So, Either way, I think um, maybe try and sell it to your opposition yeah, as yeah. <laughs> a fantastic way to get some points. He's not a good player. Put it this way, he, no. would, he, would, he, would never, he never got a mention when he was playing for the Force um, unless, unless perhaps it was a Mud Team of the Week mention. He, he played well. lots, but he was rubbish. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He is a hot step up, but he's got nothing else to his game. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's about it out of that game. Yep. That's I think we'll move straight on. Um, so we're going to the Crusaders Waratahs. So... On the returns list, Joe Moody made his first start of the season after a, a finger fracture. Um, a bit of an interesting one. Uh, obviously, if you've read any news about rugby or you watch the game, him throwing an elbow into Kirtley Beal is a big story. He gets two weeks. Assault, mate, is what it was. It is assault. You, you could get longer in jail for that. Mate, I was just going off what the elite rugby banter guy said. Shout out to their podcast. They were just they discussed it in depth. Oh. So, but it was, mate. Like we we're talking about, you know, if you like, like, what is um, what's one of the more dangerous things in the in the UFC? You know, like yeah, you can punch people, but if you turn around them with your elbow or in forearm, throat, things like you that, yeah, you can that. kill someone, mate. You, anyway, but uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. You might have made that up. Give us but the medical there, Harry. I I think the main thing is that there's a lot of upset people about it, but it's not really fantasy. To me, I just believed he needed to lose 20 fantasy points for a red card. That's what I was really disappointed with. And it's ours to win. But we're, we're, not, we're, we're not bitter Waratah fans at all. Um, yeah, we won't go into it too much. Then in terms of the scorers, for the Crusaders, Mwanga got 74 points. So he was the fantasy man of the match. He's back. He three try assists, four offloads, and five line break creates. And that, is, that is some big numbers. And I think we can we can pretty much expect that every week. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think this is a, this is a standard. He set a bar, and this is. What, I mean, what did he get last week? Did he come? Did he start last week? He started yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah. I think he got 50, 50, 50, 51 or yeah. something like that. So fifty plus. That's, That's what it. we're for. He, you know, he could creep up there for your number one for like half. The reality is, round fifteen, he's got the Hurricanes every other week. Just lock him in for a fifty plus score. <laughs> 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 but is, who's he versing in round fifteen? Who's there? Five eight. Bowden Barrett. But he has to rest a few games. No, he's got one rest coming up only. Yeah. So there's not going to be against the best team in the competition. Yeah. Might be a bit of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good insight. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. Bridge got 62, 15 runs, 184 metres. And a huge seven tackle busts. How good is Bridge, guys? At a fullback. What have we said? We've called it, I'm sure people have beat us to the punch on this, but he's the new Ben Smith. Yeah. He's the next generation of Ben Smith. We've we've said something similar like, before, but surely he has a grandparent from Australia. We're gonna find Sign him. Up. Um yeah. you know, like let's go down to the office, you know, deaths, marriages and registries, whatever. Let's Do they uh, have an office? Or is it just like a website? There is, and let's forge a bloody certificate and get him <laughs> over here. 
Okay, let's do it. Done. Uh, Taylor got 53, which is big. Tamanavalu, 47. So he's had a couple of good weeks in a row from a bit of a, a lull for a few weeks. Goodhue got 46. And Taufuba has proved that he should be in the talks for the All Blacks with 43. For the Tars, Palau did silence a few few people with another 43. He played mm-hmm. well. And they just well. kept kicking it to him. How good was that what? plan? That's two weeks in a row. <laughs> Everyone's just gone, I oh, know, we're versing the Tars. Let's kick it to Falau. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I love it, personally. <laughs> He's huge. I actually thought he was going to get more than that. I thought he was awesome in this yeah, game. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. 40, only 43, so I didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> Clark got 40. Mm. Um, Roach got 36 off the bench, which is pretty big. Yep. Naira Varo had... An okay week with 30. That's nothing big by his standards. Although he's versing Kiwis. Yeah, and a large part of those points would be from the intercept try. Yeah. Where he ran about Which, oh my God, how did he pluck that that high out of the sky? Mm. That, that is some quick reactions. Oh, man, he, he saw that coming. He he just, he just made a decision on that like a long time in advance. Is, and that, that's, is that his second dimension? You know, we've been looking for more dimensions for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I don't know if we found a second dimension. dimension. <laughs> I, I think my biggest highlight of the match is Phipps with minus eight. So following on from his cow antics a couple of weeks ago, he grabbed the bull by the horns and took his chance here. You know what it is? I think he's jealous of Rob Simmons being the permanent captain of the Mud Team of the Week. <laughs> and so he's trying to trying to get himself in there as the permanent vice captain. He's lost the team's club captaincy, so he's trying to get the, the actual the Mud Team captaincy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Other so, things out of that. And look, I'm happy. He, vies, he can vie for that. At the moment, <laughs> vice captain perhaps, yeah. It was close before he even took the field, yeah. to be honest. So other things that came out of that uh, is Will Miller with a bit of a concussion and Damien Fitzpatrick both with concussions, but neither looked serious. Nah, none of that bad. But I don't know, may- maybe if he does miss a week, you might see Latu back on the bench for once, which would be exciting for Australia. Probably he's been working hard, 200 line-out throws a day. Yeah, but I was about to say, look... I reckon he needs to eat 200 less pies a day, personally. <laughs> Man, I really like... Throw them. Just throw them into the line <laughs> Throw 200 pies into the line Why not? Um, <laughs> I, I really like Latu. I thought I thought Latu was really good last year. But, not committed. Um, but the not way, last year. The two, one, two years ago. Yeah. Was, two years yeah. ago? Okay. Last year was crap. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we talk about struggling for hookers, but we've got him and Reddy, who are both talented players. Yeah, not, not even in the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but how does Damien... There's another certain Moritz number eight, which has been doing that at the moment. He did one good thing. Jed. He did one good Jed. thing, I think. But he, he's just missing something. He's got the ability, but it's mental. I had length. such high hopes for Jed Holloway, but yeah. there you go. Yeah. I think we're going to move on. All right, Highlanders and Lions. Um, Some I'm, big stuff in this game. There is. I was totally prepared for this, so I'm just going to say... Um, how no injuries, and no one coming back. Just nothing on the casualty ward from this one, I don't think. Yeah. Well, that's good. That makes that nice and simple. All right, so points. The unexpected uh, top scorer for this one, Luke Whitelock. Huge. 84 points. Shouldn't have dropped him. And I, yeah, damn it, <laughs> I'd just like to point out that Harry dropped him this week. So. Wow. But also Harry will come back and say that I dropped Ben Smith this week and uh, Benny Smith had a pretty good week himself. What, what did he get? 50 what was, points. What I was going to say, actually, is that he does have to miss two weeks in the next few weeks, so that's why I dropped him. Same with Smith. Well, possibly, but we'll get to that in the preview. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Yes. So, anyway, but big performances this game. Another player that Harry picked up but didn't play this week, left him on his bench. Robbie Kutsir was the second top uh, point scorer. 
76 points. So How many tries have they scored off driving laws from a line-out? I was just saying, who's Malcolm Marks? Do they even need Malcolm Marks? Nah. But no, it was something like, yeah. they, they said the stat in the game. It was like almost half their tries or something ridiculous right. from line-out driving more. Mm. Well, that's why I picked him up, because I know that their forward packer loves a rolling more. So he doesn't even have to do anything. He didn't work that hard for him. No. He's no, actually no. look. He's a good player in his own right. Robbie yeah, Kutsi. A few years ago, he was the first choice. It's just he got he had a big injury. He was injured for the whole year and marks and lost his place. And then some bloke named Malcolm Marks came along. And um, who was their reserve? That, oh, Ackers and Ackers Vandermeer. They had three pretty oh, yeah. bloody good hookers. So, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So look, yeah, lots and lots of points in this one. Um, Anything you, special to note? Anyone surprise you? Um, by saying that, I'm assuming there is someone that's supposed no, to surprise me. I think there's a lot of big scores. Look, I mean, look, I guess someone who didn't surprise me, Wysek in the hollow, 67 points. Um, he was good. Um, perhaps Elliot Dixon, 66 points. He might have surprised me. He's El- Dixon's like can be a solid player, but he's generally never a solid fantasy player. His average is um, 32.4. A couple of years yeah. ago he was. When he first came onto the scene, he a had fantasy a really good player? year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Okay. First time he came onto the scene when he when he kind of mm. got picked Some up runs, by the All Blacks, he was blasts. really good. Yeah, look, he's been look, he's been having a rough um, a rough run of it. You know, he's was an was an All Black. Can't even seem to get in the team. You know, with Shannon Frizzell's had a bit of a blinder. Uh, yeah. Um, well, he won't be going home, so yeah, um, he'll be playing next week. Yes, but so will Dixon though. Dixon's not going home. He's not in the All Black squad. Currently. I mean, Dixon, sorry. Oh, Dixon won't be going. Sorry, I think you're yeah. Frizzell. Well, they'll both be there in the mix, still vying for positions. But mm. uh, maybe Frizzell goes into eight. Even though we're now Whitelock. doing the preview because of Whitelock going home, but let's we'll, move on. From let's that. get to that. Um, all right. Anyway, just heaps of points. Just going to run through some of it. Coltman, Liam Coltman, fifty-seven. Sopawanga, fifty-six. Marvin Ori, second row for the Lions, fifty-two. Just huge points. Uh, the other outside backs in the Highlanders: Ben Smith, fifty. Nabura, fifty. Robbie Thompson, fifty. Huge. Um, Big game. That's it. Look, I don't think we won't go through much more having that. Um, Marta Skuman, uh, he. Was relegated to the bench after having some good performances, but uh, came off the bench, bagged himself another try. God, he's just yeah. hungry, this bloke. He is hungry for the ball. Um, so he did well. But, um, yeah, look, I think that'll about do us for that one. I didn't talk much about what happened in the game because, to be fair, I can't actually remember. But um, It was a great game. Yeah. The Lions actually look good. That's what happens. This this up and down. but the high, They look good. It's just the Highlanders at home and done in. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty clinical. Mm. No. Yeah. Well, moving on. Um, what's next? What do we got? Brumbies Rebels. Oh, well then, let's not move on. Um, let's get, keep talking about the Highlanders Lions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, who's on that? Who's on Brumbies Rebels? So, who would you think uh, Kagi would be the man of the match from the Brumbies and the Rebels? Well, this is a good one because I haven't looked. Um, <laughs> Brumbies Rebels. Yeah, don't know. No idea. It's a Rebel. You wouldn't guess it. That means it's a you forward. It. The whole point was that I was... It's a forward then? Yeah. No, it's not. It's Tom English with 60 points. <laughs> just for a fun fact, the top disgusting. two scorers were both Toms. Just, that's um, not fun. Two tries. That's, that's not fun. <laughs> two <or> tries, <laughs> two line breaks. Pick Toms next week. Four tackle busts. <laughs> oh, uh, Tommy for English. 60 points. Tommy Cusack probably had his best game. We were, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, saying mm. that we, we expected more of him just being a, a good quality sevens <clears> player, <throat> having a big engine, mm. to see him having a really high work rate and... This week he did. He was everywhere um, and and scored because of that. So 57 points, one try, one try assist, a line break, line break assist, a couple of offloads, four tackle busts, just kind of did everything, got himself around the park really, really well. That was really good to see. It'll be disappointing to see that he'll be on the bench <laughs> next week. 
you think he will win? Yes, because their best three losers will be back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Very uh, Amanaki Murphy, solid 51 points with 17 runs. Jack Maddox was the pick of the outside backs from the Rebels as well, I thought. 45 points. Just has a touch of class about him, which I really like watching. Uh, and Rob Valentini on his return this week. Yeah, Bobby. 43 points, put on some big hits, ran a good line for his try. It was good. I had picked yes. up Bobby Valentini. I was very excited about you, him. You picked him early, but we did pick I him did. early at the start of the year. We did. I realised... He did. He got picked very high up in our draft. I realised that... Uh, other than him having like being the player of the NRC and having a blinder season, there's really had nothing to, to back him and on let's be honest, for you, Super Rugby. Let's yeah. be honest, you'd never watch an NRC game, so you purely listen to us. I have watched some NRC games. How many? Name Mate, all the teams. I don't let's count move on. them. All right, um, but um, no, Rob Valentini. Uh, look, this is his second game, isn't it? He didn't get he didn't play second any games game. last year. Didn't it? No, 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 you're right. He's in the squad, but didn't play last year. So no, he only played like a couple of minutes in that first game before he did his knee as That's well. That's it. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I guess so, the same rules, yeah. There's a lot of hype around a bloke that has not really got any initiative, mm. any experience. Well, but... I, I think he looked the business in contact. What I mean by that is, you know, he's, he's a big hulking frame, and yeah. the step up from NRC to Super Rugby didn't seem to phase him. He, he was he was he was making a game line every time he got the ball. He's still young. He could be the age we've been big. asking for. We've got a couple the hero, around, the hero but he we is deserve. Australian, so... Here's to hoping. <laughs> Please. Uh, Lockie McCaffrey came back from his dislocated elbow. That was a weird one. They said he dislocated his elbow but didn't tear any ligaments, which right. I don't know if that's possible, but... This is like the one week, uh, the Mitch... Uh, what's his name? The halfback ACL. Yeah, one week yeah. No, no, he just doesn't have an ACL. <laughs> Uh, anyway, McCaffrey came back and, and looks old. I think he had one big run through the middle. He's just one of those blokes that seems to accumulate points. Mind you, having said that, I only got twenty-four. But good player if you're looking for a, a smoky on your, you know, as your fourth pick, Lucy or something like that. Um, injuries had another couple of concussions in this one as well. So Scotty Co went out, and we think that Jeff Parlin might have been a concussion. They do like running Matt Phillip out relatively early, but. I think that maybe that was one was an injury. It wasn't just a, a sub. I still think Matt Phillips should be starting ahead of him. I know, I know he was a marquee signing. It's a bit and, of a rotation. But he's been good in the line-out and whatnot. But and he's Matt Phillips is so good, though. Yeah. We've, we've got eight starting looks. I want Matt Phillips in our Wallabies uh, The Warriors were looking at him. Yeah. And then we ended up getting Ron Simmons and that's, Harry, that's Tom Staniforth. That's because the Waratahs aren't interested in recruiting good players True. or uh, or developing good players. Or keeping them. Yeah, or doing anything to do with good players. That's... Yeah. That's about it. Nothing else exciting out of this one, so let's move on as quickly as possible. Uh, Stormers Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The return of Sean Stevenson. He only played 20 minutes. Shooter. Uh, but it was his first match Dude. since round two when he did his knee. He almost scored a nutty. That's what we call it here. The nutmeg. A rubber between the legs. Uh, but it got pulled back from an early infringement. I'm not sure what it was. Pass he has more skill in his little finger than the Waratahs backline does. Okay? Yep. That's fair. Um... <laughs> To the scores, so... You might be a bit excited <laughs> yeah. about him. Right. No, <laughs> no, we do have Falau. I, I apologise, KB. My bad. All right. And KB, who takes a mean elbow to the neck. He does. He's good he at gets that. Gets right back up. That's it. Um, there were a few not bad scores in this. Around that 50 mark. Chiefs, you had Anton Leonard-Brown, 53. Just working all the way around the paddock. I don't think he had too many run meters, or he had too many tackle busts, but a bit of everything. If... Um, if- We've said George Bridge is the new, even though he's not a looking nil blacks, George Bridge is the new Ben Smith. ALB could be the new Conrad Smith. Now, I know that's, you know, he's 
not exactly the same, but he doesn't make mistakes. I would say he's probably he's always better in the than right he has place. been as well. I think he's yeah. gotten better and better yeah. the last few years. And, and, but yeah. he, he also grows an extra leg when he plays for the All Blacks. Like he's had some incredible performance in the twelve or thirteen jersey. So we're saying he's then but not it. But I think in, t- yeah, in, in terms of the Chiefs team, uh, he's like the real glue that kind of binds them together. You know what I mean? Because they've got a lot of real exciting, spicy characters on the outside. But uh, he he just he's the link man. Like if they don't have him, um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other, other scores from the Chiefs were Retallick with 47 and Alamalo, no surprise, with 46. The Stormers, Dialende, 48, and SP Moraes with 43. Yeah. Talking about any injuries out of that, we're going to try and move on to this quickly. So, Liam Paulwa, he got pulled early before the start. We're not too sure, Paul Ward, if that's uh, what about. We're not too sure what he got pulled from, but we're guessing he'll be back because we haven't heard anything else. No, no, no. So basically, they said that he could have played, but they decided not to play him. Do we know why? We actually think that... Because they need him next week. I was going to say, I actually mm. think that the reason was because Harris is going home. For the All Blacks, yeah. For the All Blacks game. So Paul Watt's going to start. All and then they're going to have the bloke that got his first nine minutes off the bench actually having had a debut before next week yeah. as well. So it just made more sense, I think. Who was that? Samasoni Takuhei or something. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I'd, never, I'd never heard of him, but yeah. yeah. Um, but that's... I was a bit disappointed in this game just because if it, I thought it was going to be similar to last year's Stormers Chiefs game, but it did not live up to that hype at not, all. Not great. Yeah. Um, so let's go last game, Bull Sharks, Crags. Boom. Um, what a game. Is it game of the round, possibly? Could be. Yeah, it's, it's right good. up there. I don't know, yeah. It was really, really good. High, high scoring, The Crusaders Waratahs was pretty close. <laughs> yeah, would, yeah, Except true. for a result. <laughs> That's right. We could be a bit biased in that one, though. For edgy no, that was stuff. that was a good game. No, it was a good game. But I just mean the uh, like you know, if we were if we were Bulls fans, we'd probably be more on, as much on the edge of our seat for that game as we were for the Warriors mm. Crusaders. But um, but no, yeah, uh, rip a game that one was. So uh, look, who returned? Um, it was just Trevor Nikanye back. Um, what did Nikanye? What did Trevor actually even do? I don't actually even remember him being injured. Oh, he just tweaked his neck. It wasn't anything severe. I think he missed a week or two. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and while I bring up the points for this one, um, what did you guys think of this game? What what the South African derbies have started to become? Like, so it was open running rugby, right? But funnily enough, you know, we, everyone's talking about how up and down all these South African teams are. They look like world beaters one week, and then they get absolutely pumped by a team lowering them on the table the next week. It seems like whoever plays at home is going to win the game. It's just such a massive advantage in these derbies. It always has been in South Africa. Like a team can play fifty percent better when they're at home. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, so yeah, sorry. Onto the points. Uh, top of this one, JLDP, Harry's favourite, fan favourite. Uh, seven... I think the the best in the game, isn't he? Seventy-eight um, points, and um... he's bloody good. Officially a higher average than uh, Malcolm Marks. Just to throw it out there. Okay, man, just calm down, mate. Um... <laughs> I just want to know the only thing. So he's got a try, but the only thing I'm interested in, I'm scrolling across. Offload. I'm just trying to find how many offloads he made. He actually worked hard in All right. defense. Well, look at Fox Sports. This is definitely wrong. It says he only made one offload. Nah, that's not making. You've been robbed per run. No, no, per run. <laughs> what do you mean per run? That's averages per run. How many offloads he makes? <laughs> he Every time right. he runs the ball, don't, he gets one offload. Don't believe what he's saying. I'm looking at the stats center. He's taking the piss. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Boys, well, I'm too tired. I'm falling apart for this. We should. Anyway, the stats center has him as one offload, but look, that's not too bad because it's got him at 10 tackle busts. Um, 
a whole bunch of runs. Oh, okay, sorry. No, one offload, three ineffective offloads. So his offloads uh, don't a always... Lot of, a lot of them did go to floor. They don't always go to hand. Oh, absolutely. I love it. But, yeah, <laughs> but that was, it wasn't just him this game. It was everyone. I mean, even the Bulls locks. Like I was saying, RG, yes. RG Snyman, in the first 20 minutes, it looked like he'd been told by John Mitchell. He'd said, if you go into contact... Throw the ball back towards the team. Keep okay, it where it goes. Yeah, Keep it, was, it moving. It's incredible. The, the funny thing is, the Sappers have all of a sudden started throwing yeah. offloads, and it just works. Yeah. The Aussies tried to introduce offloads, and they knock the ball on or turn oh. it over or Basic. throw it to a Kiwi yeah. every time. Basic skill level. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Sappers have never played it, but they've always had it. The yeah. Aussies have always tried it and never had it. <laughs> Do the Sappers the first. That's it. Oh. That. Mick Burns fucking sort him out. Um, yeah. All right, so look, in terms of other points, uh, uh, Warwick Galant, Galant, uh, 66 points. Jesse Creel, 65. Uh, Probably one of the top locks behind Brody Vitalik, Lud Diaga, having a blinder of a year in fantasy this year, 55 points. Um, And look, just running off a few more. Dan Dupree, he had probably had his biggest week of the year, 51 points. Um, Aka Vandermeer, 47 points. So he's... He's that hooker from the Lions who we said went uh, went off trying to find a starting spot. And whilst he struggled a little bit at the, the start of this year... Warthog? The yeah. Warthog. The yeah. Warthog, indeed. Although he he is man. amazing. Uh, yeah. He would... Um, he'd probably walk into the Wallabies if he was overplaying in Australia. I think he's still... I think he's got a lot of ability, but he still seems to be a little up and down. A bit raw, you think? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if it's that. I just don't think he can... He's not in the right frame of mind every single game. He doesn't seem to be oh, okay. consistent yet. Yeah, no, fair. I think that's fair. Um, but God, when he turns it on, though, he turns oh, it on. Oh, I still yeah. love him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and look, what else happened in this game? So, yeah, I mean, RG Steinman, he's one of my fancy players. I was pretty happy. He ended up on 43 points after a yellow card for a completely unnecessary shoulder charge. So, um, yes. It was a pretty soft shoulder-shoulder charge. Yeah, and uh, and look, the Elite Rugby Banner boys, I was listening to the podcast today, they were talking about... Uh, Koo and Bosch, so he got mm. a... Um, he, he, what, Blake in our uh, draft league, we have to give a shout out to Blake, has Koo and Bosch, and he went from a huge hero play of him scoring a try <laughs> in the corner, and they reversed that all the way back, took it back, and it ended up being yellow card for old Bosch. But, Who um, does a trip? That's grubby. But, well, the, the, the Elite Rugby Banner boys were saying that they thought that should be a red card. Um, it was pretty bad. And I was saying it probably should, you know. It's just blatant cheating. Yeah. It's, um, it's compl- they it, were in a very good attacking position. It was, it's just an absolute professional foul. There's no, there's no excuse for that. Normally the red card like, has to be dangerous. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm not it's sure. not professional fouls aren't red cards. They can be. Name one ever. Like it's always dangerous. like I'm you're tackling line. someone you, you in the air, yeah. <laughs> tackling in the air, like a driving yeah, tackle into no, the fair. floor. Um, like, don't get me wrong, I think it's illegal, but I don't think it's a red. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty poor though. Yeah. Um, he did manage to get one back though, there, off that offload from Beast, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, there was another one that didn't get a yellow card or a red, but it was Lucanio Am, um, who like just took someone out in the air. I forget exactly who it was, but they went oh, yeah. out for a big contest. That If that got re- reviewed, that should have been something, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, look, ultimately, I think the... So the Bulls won this one. Um, there's a lot of points, a lot of tries in this one, but I think it just came down to Andre Pollard kind of led them around the park a little bit better than um, Bobby Dupree. Um, he ended up on 32 points and Bobby on, on 30, but... Um, Big difference. Yeah. Uh, Strauss, unfortunately, no points, 24, so no driving more tries for the Bulls. I think it's fair to say the Dupree brothers are the top top family now. Nelson, have you uh, have you realised that when Kagi... You... Reviews a game. He looks for all his players and just tells everyone what they got. <laughs> Who cares what Strauss got? <laughs> Basically, and the other one on that was Lizzie Gaborka. 
got injury. subbed in the 26th minute. But again, we think it was an injury, but I'm not sure because he kind of looked like he was walking off and then he got sent back out into the field for a couple of minutes. So the prop, their reserve prop could warm up and then <laughs> really? he came back off. Yeah. Oh, wow, so okay. I don't know what was going on there. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, that rounds us out. 30 minutes done. The uh, preview. That's our shortest ever. Well done, boys. And moving on after your entree, main course. Um, let's preview round 14 of Super mm. Rugby Fantasy. Um, look, I'll start by just saying the uh, the buy this week is the Rebels, mm. so um, good riddance, no one cares. And um, Harry, first game, Hurricanes versus Reds. This is definitely going to be where uh, we undo the hoodoo, isn't it? Well, at the, oh, <laughs> mate, it's a gimme, isn't it? <laughs> Last week you said pick up Sunwolves. This week we're saying pick up Hurricanes, basically. So I, I think probably the, the main thing from this game is just going to be who's actually going to get rested this week for the All Blacks. Mm. Um, word is that we're looking at probably Lau Mape. Nagano Lau Mape, yep. Yeah. He's um, due one, so he's had, he's had one rest week. He needs another before yeah. the... Bodie's also had one due another, so maybe him, but... Surely this is where you do it. Well, yeah, well, Hamish Bidwell, who is the, the reporter, who gives he's us some the, pretty good info from, from Wellington, yeah. He seemed to think that La Marpe <clears throat> was looking like he was being rested at the first training of the week, whereas I, I with no mention of Bodie, so I can only assume that means that he was but, playing, yeah. running around. But our logic behind that is that uh, this week the Canes play the Reds, whereas the next two weeks, so round 15 and 16, they play, uh, <clears throat> I think it's a Kiwi team. So yeah. if you wanted to rest him against a weaker opposition, it would be this week. Yeah, you don't want to rest him against the Crusaders and Hardenders. That's it, yeah. Both away. But we should see Geordie, I would think, with how stacked they are on the outside backs, playing 10 or 12. Yep. So I, I think that'll be, I don't know, just exciting to see how he goes there, especially against a pretty weak side. So another point there, for him playing 12, um, which is because Vince Arso is out um, yeah. with a the fractured wrist. Fractured wrist. I oh, know, so. wrist ligament injury. But right. they're saying, worst case, it's it's an operation and out for the season. Mm. But it could be just gone for three months or something. So either way, he's gone for ages. Again, I'm slowing down here, but it was interesting discussion about Geordie Barrett and bulking up this year. How has yeah. that been a good thing for him or not? So, you know, the reason I think he's bulked up is because he he does want to possibly play twelve, but um, he's definitely it's been at the expense of a bit of speed and agility this year. I think. Well, I I think it just proves that he needs to actually get a run at twelve. To be completely mm. honest with you. Yeah. But then, what do you do with Lamape? That's true. I have to say, I would just love to see Bowden and Geordie lining up right next to each other on the line. You know what I mean? Just be so cool. I believe, I I, I think I speak for all of us when we think just sack Proctor and put Lamarpe at 13, but it's not going to happen with Chris Boyd as coach. That's it. Is he coach next year? We actually need to, no, he's not, Chris Boyd's not coaching next year. Well then, Proctor may as well start looking for overseas Actually, how exciting is this? So, not, uh, Plumtree, I don't know if it's actually officially signed, but Plumtree should be coach next year, but did you see who the assistant coach was? I did. signed on? Oh yeah. Carlos Spencer. That is interesting. That's Pretty cool. Apparently, Plumtree did a bit of coaching with him overseas. Oh, I might have. Okay, but the thing I loved was that uh, Carlos Spencer, who had been talking with um, with the media over there, saying the he was going to make Bowden Barrett better. I mean, it's like, sorry, you're going to make the best player in the world the last two years even better. All right, well, I can see it. Oh dear, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I'll tell you that. Much. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've got nowhere, but basically Geordie <laughs> probably at inside centre. You might see a higher west, or who's the other bum that plays 10? Played for the Rebels last year, and we oh, all had uh, him. Garden Basher. Yeah, Jack Jordan. Yeah. Jordan Garden Basher. Who cares what his name is, yeah. Uh, obviously, a far better player Jackson. in New Zealand, Jackson. Yeah. Is it? What about 
Yeah, it is. You'll also see no. returns from Scotty Higginbotham and Caleb Timu. So Higginbotham came off the bench playing <laughs> club footy with his calf injury last week. Bit weird to see a Super Rugby captain coming off the bench, but that's what he did. Caleb Timu didn't play any footy over the weekend, so I guess that means he's less likely of the two to be to be back. And the person that that affects the most, you have to think, is George Smith. Smith made 17 runs last week. He's not making that many runs with Caleb Timmer and Scott Higginbotham coming back. Which he'll, he'll he'll be happy to not make oh, that yeah, many of runs. He'll be making his tackles He's, and turnovers. Exactly, tackles and turnovers. It's he, it's, you don't have much energy left for turnovers if you're no. making that. No, for sure. Um, what about, sorry, just where's Wes Houston now? Is, is he supposed to be back? Uh, he's around? a fractured jaw. They, they, they were just, really just, coy on, on when he might be back. I was just thinking about him being thrown so into the mix. Yeah. Broken in, broken in round nine. So let's say six weeks, stay weeks. So okay. probably 15 probably to maybe after the June Internationals, I reckon. Cool. Yep. No worries. So outside backs probably stay the same. Um, and then the other thing mm-hmm. I was thinking is the best point scorer from the, Re- the Reds is obviously Samu Karevi. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might be up for a dry week, purely based on the fact that the Hurricanes just don't leak points. We just don't see him getting ball, I think. Yeah. I'm seeing him getting ball. Correct. No, it, it, yeah. depends. it depends on that centre pairing, though. What do you mean? So not getting ball? Yeah. Why wouldn't he get ball? Because um, you're, you're trying to say Krevy's not going to get any points? Yeah, because he's not. He's going to be stopped the on the mark because the Hurricanes' defence is so good. But we're also looking at right. it. We're looking at a mix of a different centre pairing, maybe a different 10, 12, 13, you know? Like... We could see some gaps there. We could see a few holes from to hit, but also it means they can't predict what's going to happen there. I think sometimes with Karevi, it actually doesn't matter who they're playing. Like they could play the best team. Karevi is just like such an amazing player that sometimes he just finds a way through himself. He just That's forces fair. it. The Hurricanes um, but defense is the benchmark. But I was about to say, I don't know if I see it this week. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, yeah, so so I think you had some references that you wanted to slide in there, man. You've been working on those about how this game's going to go. Um, all right, I just wrote down insert some genocide references here, just in terms of uh, <laughs> if they got thrashed last week. Uh, yeah, expect lots of points from the Canes <clears throat> this week. I think you know, yeah. safe bet. Yeah, absolutely. In, in New Zealand as well. At home in Wellington. Yeah, you know. they've got a few tough weeks coming, okay. except for the Tars match. And see, the players will be having beers before they start the game. So, yeah. all right. So, we're going to move on. Excellent. All right, so next game is the Sunwolves versus the Stormers. So, the Stormers touring squad has been named. 25 Key notes. No Will MC. Mm. Will MC. So, ben, I guess... South African name striking in. <laughs> Nelson Bakker. Will MC, sorry. I, I guess we have to uh, apologise then because we said that we didn't think he would play last week. I think we said that. I mean, I think we said we put a disclaimer. We said maybe. I didn't say it. But we, yeah, all right. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, but we said Vilepsi. So much false information out there. Yeah, we said Far out. we said Vilepsi wouldn't. We didn't think he'd be playing this week, and he definitely won't be playing the next game because um, he'll be away on tour for the under twenties. But um, well, he won't be back until after the international break then, surely. That's it. But anyway, he certainly surprised us last week, but definitely not playing this week because the touring squad's been announced. Yeah. I will put my reputation, however weak it is, on the line. He won't play for the next three weeks. Which means we're going to see Jean-Luc Duplessis. That's mm. right. With the start. Um, he got, what, 20 minutes this week? Yeah. Um, I think he got yeah, more, yeah. even more this week. Last week, he got less than the first week, but I think he, he got... Get... I think he got over 20 this week. I think he got 30, maybe. 30 on. Someone's going to have to pull me up on this, but... Uh... Uh, he got seven last week, got 24 this week. Yeah, in the middle. Okay, yep, fair enough. Um, so otherwise, he'll be getting 75 this week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, but you are correct. You got more than 20. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> then, there also no Etzebeth. 
and that's it. So, so I, I, I've been hopeful of an Etzebeth return possibly this week. Yeah, um, but I, I think they're pretty worried about him. I think they are, and rightly so. I think. Well, actually, I don't know why, if it's rightly so. They've got enough locks for the Springboks. To be it's, fair, he's still he's still a gun. He's still world class. You want to you want to protect oh, those players. Absolutely. But he's had some a really serious nerve injury to his shoulder. By the sounds of it, he's still trying to get his strength back. That's it. Look, I, I, I was just hopeful. Every, by everything that they've said, it suggested that they would like to get him to run one week of rugby in round fifteen before the South African teams don't play in round sixteen and then the June break. But look, they might just bring him back in Curry Cup. It also depends on how he's coming back. It's a, it's like a back injury or something, wasn't it? I think or neck. Just... If it's nerve in his shoulder and arm, then it must be around his I neck. Think, I think it's one of those things. It's hard to, it's harder to diagnose your recovery, something like that. Yeah, exactly right. You, nerve. You don't know how quickly that nerve is going to change and improve, so it is a little bit more guesswork. Yeah. So what do we think here about this game? Are we uh, last week we said pick up Sunwolves against the um, the Reds. Uh, well, they're not playing Australian team, so I'm not saying pick them up. No. Yeah, I think I think that they they're going <clears> to <throat> really struggle against that storm of set piece. You'd think so. Yeah, um, and we'll get into some of the details later. But the team's going to have a lot of mixes coming through in the next couple of weeks, and there's going to be quite a different looking squad. Yeah, well, this week I think it's going to be pretty much the same side that played last week, though. Sunwolves, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. In, that's in the next two weeks. Yeah, no, I, I do agree. Mm. But I still think, you, I wouldn't be surprised if you're seeing a couple other people slot in this week so that they can have a smoother transition into the the, the new squad the week I'll, later. I'll challenge you. I don't think they're going to make any changes. So you're going to say same 15? Pretty much, yeah. You know, you, you might see the normal one or two changes, but I don't think that it's going to be really any different. I think this discussion is for our dessert, which we'll get to. So okay. anything else on. from that one? Um, People returning. Yeah. So we've saw, we've said that it sounds like Matsushima could be in and around it. Uh, it sounds like we're guessing. Yeah, Inagaki and Brits, but we thought we we're going to go through the dessert and the chance that they're going to not well, they're not going to be playing the following weeks after that. You wouldn't assume them to be back. It's yeah. Japanese, who's rushing, well, who's rushing back three international players for one week just yeah. to take them away again? Exactly, very Japanese themed dessert coming up. Um, and I think yeah, Jean de Klerk is back from a. Rib injury? Yeah, I think he fractured a rib or something like that. There was three or four other Stormers players that I thought might have been in the mix, but he's the only one on the tour. Yep. Very good. All right. Is that that? Yep. Blue Satyrs. Blues Crusaders. Well, um, similarly to, I guess, how you expected the Blues... To, I mean, the Kiwi team to go against Australian teams. Um, the, the Kiwi team that's almost making its way into the Australian conference, the Blues, can't really see them getting up against the Crusaders this week. Even though it's at home in Eden Park, um, didn't seem to matter against the Hurricanes. I just thought that's the perfect way for the Blues to actually make the finals because they'll top the Australian <laughs> Conference and they'll get the automatic pass in. Put them in Western Australia. That's it. Yeah, a that. lot of Kiwis over there. That's it. Um, yeah, so a big, big part of the reason for that is um, in theory, or I guess in practice, uh, both of the Iwanis need to be rested. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> the only one that thinks... There's no doubt about this, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both Akira and Rico are playing the next two games. This is what I'm saying. Two of the next three. Tana Umanga... The, the third one is a bye, which means it's the next two. Yep. Tana Umanga is losing his job at the end of this year. If I... If, if I'd say... If I'm a betting man, I'd say... He's just say, stuff you, I'm playing my boys, I need a That's win. the way to ensure he's going to lose his job. Well, Look, well you, you suck and you don't listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so to be fair, exactly what Harry said. The the Blues have two games, then a bye. And game by game. They have All Blacks that are required to yeah. have a mandatory two-game two rest, which does not include your byes. 
Um, it would include injuries uh, before the June international break. And do they have any other All Blacks aside from... They do, I think. Um, aside from Akira and Offer. Rico. Would they've got Offa Tuanabasi, but he's, he's had a few weeks Tupelotu. off. Tupelotu. Patrick Tupelotu, he's also had a few weeks off. Or, either, either through injury or... Yeah, he's definitely had more than two weeks off. He yeah. has. He definitely um, has. Can, is Kano still in the mix or no? Kano's pretty much retired from Interest No, no, he's still in the mix. Still very much But he's mix. also missed a few games. He's, he's few also games. missed a fair few games. Blake Gibson, has he missed any games yet? I don't know. <laughs> who's, who's Blake Gibson? Yeah. Um, Nobody. The myth? Yeah. Uh, anyone in the backs? Anyone else in the backs? Well, so well Sonny Bill, but he's missed a hell of a lot of games. Pulu has missed a lot. Sonny Bill has missed a lot. Has Pulu been in the All Black squad? He no, not this year. He's missed most of the year. He hasn't been there when the squad last year. He wasn't either, mate. Has he ever? Because no. I remember, is I remember ever. you blowing up because <laughs> yes. he's your favourite okay. number nine. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Has he ever been yes, in the All Blacks? Yes, he has. Years ago. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. No, I think that's it. There's no one else. Okay. So anyway, that's a good point. So the George Moale is the only other one. he's Yeah. True. But anyway, so. In theory, this week there should be no Yuanis playing. Not on the bench. Sell, 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 sell. Do not sell them. Sell. They're, they're the best. Um, so um, they're going to play three of the last six games, basically. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah. So what do we see happening here? Um, all right. I guess maybe perhaps Kano going to eight. But look, they've got plenty of back rows. Murphy Taramai, Kano, Dalton Papaili is coming back from injury. Yeah, they rate him highly. I, th- I think he'll be one coming back <clears> straight <throat> back in. He played six and seven so far already. So. Good, good yeah, solid player. Yeah. He's a good player for sure. So yeah, they've got people filling that. I mean, we might see a scenario where Jimmy Tupo, if he's if he's back fit, comes back and slots in at six. I can't remember what happened to him, but, but yeah, I don't know. But they seem to him. they seem to like his leadership uh, he qualities. This well, year they haven't. Last year they yeah. really liked him. But I mean, no, Matt, he's played a few games this year um, at he, six. Yeah. But he's, in, he's earlier been in the season, missing a lot. Is he not? I'm not sure recently, but um, Jimmy Tupo. He's, he's played seven matches. Yeah, I told you he's been he's been in, in amongst it at the start. He of hasn't season. started many though, has he? No, he, I think he started more he's, four four out of those seven. He started four, but one of them was 48 minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, By the way, they got they got probably Goodhue back from he, concussion, who seems to be one of their first choice locks. Josh well. Goodhue. Yeah. yeah. To note, he hasn't been there the last three weeks. Okay. So, I think he was. I think he got injured, but I don't know what the update is on that. Yeah. Mr. Castle, I, got, I got nothing on that one. Got nothing. All right. The Blues don't tell you a lot. They don't. They okay. Don't. So, um, and in terms of backline, I guess we don't really expect much, many differences. Uh, TJ Fiani is coming back into it. So, we've got Sonny Bill at 12, definitely. 13, either... Well, I don't think it'll be TJ Fiani. I think it'll be Auburn and Ledger. They yeah. seem, to, well, why, seem to like Auburn. He's been good. Why would you change it? Yeah. I don't know. what. What's the deal with Georgie Mawala? Casual uh, He's gone for the season. Gone for the season, so we won't see him. No. Um, <laughs> and then... Look, Nanai came back from injury, so look, yeah. they, have, they have they have plenty of outside back talent. But and sorry, and the other big one, Michael Collins, back we're expecting back. Yeah. So, so yeah, Collins back to fullback, Nanai on wing, and then the other wing, um, Matt Duffy, who has been playing well. Or I honestly thought that Collins would probably come back by the bench. He's been gone for a long while. Actually, so the outside yeah. the outside backs will just change with Rico having a rest and Nanai getting a run. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. So. Uh, Collins hasn't played since round nine. I think if we if we were if we were ranking them in terms of outside backs, you know the starters from the start of the season are Collins, Duffy, Nanai. Then after that we've got uh, Caleb Clark, uh, Tuamanu Manu, and um, the big bloke whose name I can't remember. Yes, scored a few tries. Anyone? No. Never mind. Um, all right. Anything else from this game? Uh, oh, Crusaders. So returning to Crusaders, Havili. Um, what does that mean for the outside backs? Uh, last week we had Georgie Bridge at the back, Mata Eli and Manivala <coughs> on the wing. 
Personally, I think Bridge goes back to 11, Javili yeah. 15, and Mateo yeah. back to the bench. I think that's what I do. I think yeah. Tamanavalu, sorry, Mateo to get his start. Keep in mind he got concussed. Right. So, he, again, that's another thing going against him. But I think he needs to play big every week to have a chance they've, to start. They've got a pretty typical, I suppose, in recent years, the typical sort of outside backs, three outside backs of the All Blacks. They're kind of like two that are kind of more their fullbacks and having one big bopper on the yeah. wing. It's not typical of them to have two big guys. It's a formula, and it's worked for them. I don't see them changing. No. Well, Havili's starting all year. They've just had a passenger at fullback for the majority of the season. He hasn't been great. <laughs> He's been average. Mate. He's Very not been average. great, yeah. Compared to last, last year, where he lit it up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anything else from that? Uh, Blake Gibson. The only injury news BG, we have sorry. from him yeah. is that he got punched in the face by Sonny Bill. That's right. Yeah, yeah Sonny so. Bill boxing him, wearing a cast, still managed to get him square in the face. So he's at least. I heard he deserved it. He's fit enough to be hit in the face. But um, no, Blake Gibson, clearly the first choice, number seven. Um, he was due back. He's their tackle and turnover man. And, due back um, a couple of weeks ago, I think he must be concussed. That's the only logical explanation. Yeah, but I think look, I think they're happy to slot Dalton Papaili, and he has been impressive in that role. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's that one. Look, again, I wrote down insert genocide references here just because, um, look, it's probably going to be a thrashing, I think. Um, you know, like sometimes the Blues get up for these ones, but no, I just don't. I see the Crusaders overwhelming them and the Blues giving up, basically. Agreed. Good, moving on. Tars Highlanders at home in Sydney. Harry. Big. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. I um, I think if the Tars play like they did in that first half, it could be a great game, but I don't think that they've got the maturity to do that. I think they're going to be heartbroken from that's the a, last game. Mate, that's a once-a-year kind of performance oh, for the Tars. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's one of those games you can rally after a game like that. You didn't get the result, but they, they showed a lot of heart. Mate, if they were the Highlanders and that was what happened, I think they'd be ready to back up and make someone pay. They're not. They're not a very good team, and I think it's going to be very hard. Was it, was it that up. game that we were talking about? Um, they were showing the, the change rooms at halftime and the difference between yeah. um, the, the speeches. So all the boys gather around a yep. circle, yep. and it was Sam Whitelock there talking to the boys, Leading. Scotty uh, Razor Robinson just standing on the side, and then you cut to the Tars, and it was all Daryl Gibson standing in the middle of the circle, barking orders. Rodan O'Gara had an interview a couple of weeks ago, and he said he's learnt so much about coaching, and basically the way that the Kiwis do it is that they take the leadership group aside, <clears> and they try and instill the game plan into that leadership group so they know how to make the decision in the team, and then they have the leadership group deliver the message to the team rather than the coach. Yeah, and you could see it in the change rooms. Like the difference is completely, am, am completely I right, different. Am I right in saying though they were approaching things really differently? Daryl Gibson yelling, he's barking his orders, he's working them up, he's not getting them thinking about how to get the get the get out of these holes that they started to create in that last ten minutes. He's not breaking it down necessarily like it looks like yeah. Whitelock's doing. Instead he's just basically saying get out there and, and bark in those orders. The other thing is I guess how calm and collected Whitelock and the Crusaders looked but, like, you know. But that's that's the Kiwis. Yeah. Right? That's what three tries and ten minutes. No, I know. Right? I was gonna say just imagine how angry I would love to hear what Daryl Gibson said. Imagine how angry you'd be as a coach walking down and in the last ten minutes you had three tries that, put on you. That's like. mental preparation though. He's no. saying this is what we're gonna do to win this game. He's not going For get sure. angry and try and go but, out there and do stuff. Wouldn't you like to know though if he if he was saying something like, Alright boys, new game Kick off! It's the first. This is minute one. Uh, we're going out there. It's a fresh start. Or do you think you just say, oh, let's do what we just was, let's do what we just did at the start? I reckon he was 
chatting about what he's having for dinner and he goes boys we're gonna go play footy we'll be right <laughs> boys off to the pub you guys deal with the second half these yeah. boys only play 40 minutes anyway yeah. um so we're basically uh on the lineup so ben smith having that sabbatical last year we think he probably doesn't have to be arrested especially given that he hasn't been yet so he didn't but play for just he, he didn't play for the all backs that's right that's yeah. right but he uh he did play in the june and july international so the one thing they haven't qualified yet is if you have to to have these two rest weeks. It's only from the end of year tour, or if you played those junior internationals, does that count as well? I don't think you'll need to be rested. I'd yeah. be very surprised considering how much he missed. When you're talking about managing game loads, it doesn't yeah. make sense to necessarily. No, rest why is he need to miss two when he missed six or whatever it was? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but the point here is that we, we think he might not need the mandatory two All Black rest weeks. Yeah. But, but he has mm-hmm. played having played eighty game. minutes of every game so far. Yeah. Does he need um, one just rest. just one rest to? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Rest is old man bones, you know. Quite possibly. Uh, Luke Whitelock needs two rests. We've already talked about that, so very yeah. likely that he will be getting a rest. I'm going to say it's definite. Look, he, he's in very, with a very high shot to be the at number eight for the All Blacks. Well, so. his, his three games to go now for the Highlanders are Waratahs and Reds in Australia and then the Hurricanes. I reckon this is why he's lifted last game, 82 points. He was just like, I need a big showing here. I'm about to go into a few rest weeks. I need That's to be true. the favourite for the yeah. ABs. So. Completely agree. Makes sense. Uh, and Naholo needs another rest week coming up, so it'll be this week or next. It's it's a flip of the coin, you know. Tavita Lee should be back from his foot injury. So do they put Tavita Lee straight back in and give Naholo the rest, or do they mix it up a little bit more, put Lee and Naholo in, and then Nabur on the bench? No, I think it's probably a bit more mucking around. So I I feel like that's probably more likely. But yeah, so they're playing uh, two Aussie Aussie teams and then a Kiwi team. So Lee, that's right. Lee hasn't been out long. You'd expect him to slot back in and take. Naholo's position. Makes, yeah, obviously Nabura is the, the lower choice, but yeah. N- Naholo needs the rest. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I was thinking for this one is that the Highlanders, obviously everyone's very well aware, they only take about 30, 35% of the possession in any one game. So they kick a bucket load of ball away and they just let teams run at them and make mistakes. First of all, that is going to work a treat against any Aussie team because they cannot hold the ball. Um, but Correct. secondly, it just means that Falau, number one, should get ball all day long. And to a lesser extent, uh, Big T, Tekeli Nayarovoro, mm. uh, is quite likely to get a few runs as well. So could be a, a fair few points for the outside backs. Basically, yeah. Tars. I, yeah. I think it's like a, <laughs> it's a two-sided coin. They kick the ball to Falau. <laughs> if the Tars can do anything with that counter-attacking opportunity... Then great, but, but if, if they can't, and then they lose the ball in broken play, yeah. that's when the well, look, look at the last few weeks. If you're kicking it to Flower, he's he's slotting the line off that kick. He's hitting at pace, mm. and he's not just jumping up for the ball. He's leaping five meters forward and splitting the line from that. That he's, has created a few tries. He's so week. good. I love Flower. Just saying. <laughs> sorry. Um, he has been Aaron well. Smith is the other one. He's had one rest week last week. He needs one more, so surely they don't rest him now. Yeah, he had a week off the bench, but I don't think that really counts, does it? Mm. No. Yeah. No, that was because of an injury that he ended up getting put back up. I, I think. Either way, yeah. he needs to rest one of the next three. I don't see it being two in a row. So no. you'd expect him to start. And the reason I brought that up is just because I feel like every time I watch the Waratahs, they don't know what a pillar and post is. They look so confused around the side of the ruck. So people like Aaron Smith are just going to have a field day just mm. attacking that line, maybe a little inside ball. There should be some holes around that space for those yeah. kind of guys to rack he's up some points. going to tear up the task. Yeah. So would you say he's? you think he's going to... Play at New South Wales. He's going to fly home, not go to Queensland. Yeah, and then he's going to be waiting, ready to and ready. Yeah, to go that, for that's what I think he'll do. This is definitely going to chew up more time. But sorry, I, yeah, you weren't there on the, on the weekend, Nelson. But I was talking about with Harry. Imagine if the Crusaders had Aaron Smith as their halfback. 
Just because you know, you know, with like with fantasy, you always want to. You're like, I'd love to pick up the, the Crusaders halfback because mm. that's yeah. a halfback who it's could randomly score all the time. Yeah, it's the Crusaders. Simply because it's the Crusaders. But they they've always had these two like mediocre halfbacks that always seem to swap, and they're not particularly good. And I was just thinking, imagine they would be the complete team yeah. if they had someone like Aaron Smith. Yeah. They just wouldn't lose. Just <laughs> like, the width, the pass, and the speed yeah. to Richie Moanga. The bloke just oh. sees everything. Yeah, amazing. you give that bloke a split second more. Yeah, and he's gonna. He's basically like, your like honestly, if I was yeah. thinking, if you if you were Scotty Robinson, Razor Robinson, you'd be happy to like lose a, a marquee player or two and just be like sign Aaron Smith into mm. the. I don't Seriously. think it'll happen, obviously, but yeah, I just, don't think it'll ever no. happen. Yeah, sorry, right, that's, en- that's enough of that one. Uh, Sharks so Chiefs, straight, yeah, straight into the Sharks Chiefs, which I mean is going to be a cracker. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a cracker. The only thing that could put that in doubt is All Blacks going home. Yeah, I love your enthusiasm. I reckon the Sharks are going to smoke him. Ooh, wow! Because no of, but I was working my way into it because that's the missing potentially missing All Blacks I because reckon, they have not been potentially missing. I think they only spoke. Oh, they've only got two weeks. They've got no. It's nothing to do with that. They've got a camp, yeah, so they have 100%. to be in New Zealand. This is the one they've said from the start of the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna be this is hundred percent. But look, I Thank think the, the only smoke in this one will be um, out of the, the the back of Sean Stevenson's guns, mate. After he scores <laughs> a few tries, so. yeah, he'll, he'll get the start. That's it. Go shooter. <laughs> yeah. Now, so you, you're looking at what Harris. Brody, Kane, who's already gone home with an What he's strained his abdominals. Yeah. Have you got any news about that? Predicted time. Too or much reading. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe a toilet injury. Definitive source. Yeah. Yeah. So D Max going to be gone. Leonard Brown, and we're guessing that Triple T is going to be the halfback that's missing with Weber to start because. He was in that last All Black squad. Yeah, he did go on the first tour, the first North Island yeah, right. tour. Yeah, South um, Island tour. So we're guessing tour. at ten training camp, not tour. South Island training camp. That's where he was. Yeah, no one else. North Island training camp. Damn it! I've just got, I knew Mate, I kept making mistakes there. No one else knew what you were talking about. Okay, good. Um, so no D Mac. We're guessing that M Mac will start at ten. There's always a Mac starting. Marty Mac. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is definitely going to change how their game plan works totally. A lot more shoveling and a lot less line breaking yes. at 10. Yeah. Mm. Yes, definitely. Um, we're not sure, I think, on centres. We, we're guessing Natai or you're assuming Natai is going to be one of the two, whether it's Faouli and Natai or Natai and Wayanui. Yeah. One of those two is, is our likely guess. Um, we're saying Shooter Stevenson to be the likely fullback. Um, as it uh, happened. Or Alain Marlo at fullback and him at wing. But... Yeah, but we're, if we're going off what happened this week, he went into fullback. Yeah, he came on. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're thinking shooter. So he went on to fullback, and Natai moved up to centre, and they yeah. took off uh, Foley. Yeah, so so basically they lose Anton Leonard Brown. It's just how they shuffle their pack. They've yeah. got an excess of good quality outside backs mm-hmm. with Wainui and Shooter Stevenson being the obvious ones. I think Shooter's probably above Wainui, mm-hmm. so that's our pick. But you know, just as likely that they just leave uh, Foley at twelve. 12. They play Nankavell. Or no, I was going to say Wanui at, at 13, yep. and then they leave the outside backs as he doesn't have shooter on the bench. So yep. there, there are a few options. That's one of those lineups that is going to be hard to pick. Yep. I, I picked up Shooter speculatively last week because Good I pick. thought that he might start this week. He was so. going to be my first pick this week. Good, that's why I picked him. So well done. Thank you. Um, we're also guessing that Ardrin's going to move back to lock, and uh, then we're assuming that Peter Gas Soakula. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, now he'll be uh, starting at eight. <laughs> Um, yep. Who you were a very big fan of early on in the year? That's it, basketball. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Um, we've already gone through ever so other people that are returning. So we're saying Philip Van der Volt, 
who has had a broken nose. Yeah, he got smacked in the face. They said yep. they thought it might have been a broken nose. Missed one week, so he should yep. be back. So, yeah, we think he'll be back. Um, Michael Classens. You don't hear anything about him. He's who their cares? third choice halfback, so who cares? Yep. Yep. Lionel Zass, the 22-year-old who played Shark 15 last week. Leolin, yeah. Yeah, well, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Violin, Leolin. He was a Stormers winger last year. He was pretty good. I was actually impressed with him last yeah, year. So. He was really good. So he's been playing club footy, I think, for at least a week, maybe a few more. Yeah, I mean, look, I'd, I'd prefer him over Nkosi, but that's just me. So, yeah. But he, can he mix up a good stuff, right? Don't know. They've and, still got more. To be, to be fair, I haven't seen enough of him play this year. But no, yeah. they've, they've got a lot of depth there. Yeah. Um, is there anything else, Big? Well, I just think personally that the Sharks are going to have a bit of a field day with so much leadership gone. So I reckon there's got to be some yeah. big scores in there for some of the Back Sharks. home in Durban as well. Look, yeah. I think they're going to definitely get up for this one. They're going to sense a bit of weakness. Um, the Duplessis, uh, Dupree's, the score a million points. Yeah, if, if the Sharks come out firing hard like they did, not last week, the week before, um, I can't remember who they played another South African team, they came out and just scored like two or three tries in the yeah. first 15 minutes. If they come out hard and fast, I think the Chiefs are going to find it really tough if they the, get to any momentum. The Chiefs have, I think, really been amazing with how well they've covered all their entries this year, but you can't take all the leadership out of the team no. and still have the same result. I just and don't that's see That's why it, it seems like such an odd thing that they've left to this point. How can you... It has nothing to no, do it's with that. Like, it's just this It's not a rest camp. week. It's an All Blacks camp. But because they're oh, the yeah, only they're the team that are in South Africa, they, they, were the one team they have to be rested. That's right. It has nothing to do with their rest weeks. They just got unlucky us. Yeah. Uh, all right, Lions versus the Brumbies. So the Brumbies jet off on a two-week tour. Um, this is their first, yeah, you well, know, tour to South Africa of the year. Um, yeah, the, look, the Brumbies do have some players returning for the tour, as far as we know. So all the talk has suggested that Isi Nasarani should be right from an ankle, and Poey David Pocock should be back from a calf strain. So that's obviously massive for the Brumbies because so I've just described the entire Brumbies team in two your, plays. Who's your third back rower? Valentini. There it is. Yeah, I think, no doubt. I'm not sure if that'll 100% happen. I, th- I think we could, even though they, that was the, f- the first starting game of the year was uh, Valentini, Nazarani, and Cusack, I think we could see Valentini on the bench and Poe, Nazarani, and either Cusack or McCaffrey. But you don't know. I mean, I, if I was choosing, I'd be picking Valentini, Nazarani, and you gotta, give him, you gotta give him some more games. That, 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 was... actually, that actually like excites me, that back three. That is. You know. Yep. Yeah, we've waited 14 weeks for them to have the yeah. opportunity. Can we see? It? It's time to play the back row. That's it. Um, and so, look, and for the Lions, um, there could be some pretty good players back. But um, we think Ross Cronier will be back. They've been kind of a bit, you know, coy. Haven't been giving up very much information on that. But he had a kind of ribs problem. Didn't go away on the four-week tour. I'm sure he'll be right by now. Um, he played for the Golden Lions 15, so he's right. Okay. And he's yeah. um, he's their definite starting halfback, and he's been pretty gun. So... Him and then also El Capitan and Springboks captain Warren Whiteley. Now, mm. we don't really know with him. This is something that they have been particularly kind of standoffish on. Um, particularly when he got injured, they uh, they didn't really want... I don't know, didn't want the fans too worried. But um, he didn't go away at all for the four-week tour. Um, he, he kind of re-injured, re-aggravated a knee injury that he had earlier in the year. So he was due to come back and just the week he was coming back he redid it at training heard a big click or a pop or something Harry yeah and um, <clears throat> yeah so we could see Warren Wiley but he's the type of player they are not risking for <laughs> these junior internationals so don't expect especially him. against the Brumbies so don't expect him to be rushed but could be there um, yeah so Lions Brumbies Lions back home after four week two I think you know Lions back home in their comfort zone we could see one of those good Lions performances. Typical South Africans. Come out hard and fast, some running rugby, and just basically run circles around the Brums. Um, 
I don't think that the Brumbies' back line is up to any tests this year. Well, you uh, uh, when we were chatting about this earlier, you highlighted... I did highlight a particular matchup that yep. will definitely excite um, Ruan Combrink owners, uh, one of which is Harry Dale here at, uh, on our podcast. Uh, Com- Combrink, in theory, could be coming up against Andrew Muirhead. So, so, you're, so you're saying the one bloke out of every other that has Muirhead should drop it? Because he is going to miss some tackles. No one week. has Muirhead. No one's picked up Muirhead. But... Um, Misses yeah, one one third of his tackles. Muirhead. Yeah. There you go. Stats analysis. Muirhead misses one third of his tackles and um, just doesn't really look to offer anything. I don't think I don't think there's anyone who is going to say that they're a massive Muirhead fan, except for look, maybe his parents. Was, That's about it. He know? was um, okay, not, and not yeah. even them. Yeah. He was okay at MSC though. He wasn't even good at MSC though. Exactly. So if Combrink's looking to get up for a game, then wake up on the right side of the bed this Saturday because uh, he could be in for a few tries and to a big score. So. That'll be good, but otherwise, look, um, yeah, the Brumbies just haven't been doing particularly well. I mean, Spate, who will, Spate will be up against, um, he could be up against Deontay. That'd be exciting. But um, do you, do you see them shift Spate across to try and take Combrink as a slightly bigger bloke? No, because no. I'd be even more worried about Deontay playing weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be even scarier. That's only getting worse. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, <laughs> I'm just just for the record, there's yeah. an article that came out an hour ago. I just found saying that Whiteley's a possibility for this week. Okay. I, I, it's a bit unofficial, to be honest with you, but yeah. they're saying maybe. And Cronje, they, they seem to be pretty keen on as well. Very good. All right. Um, nice. Yeah, so I think Lions to skin the Brumbies on this one. Um, Brumbies proved me wrong. But yep. um, yeah, the Brumbies, well, the Brumbies are second last on the table, I think. I think they've won like two or three games. They have been dreadful. So. Well, they just lost to the Rebels at home. So. That's it. Look, and the thing is that they certainly have the cattle, particularly in the forwards. Look, I mean, they've got a wall, pretty much a Wallabies front row. Well, our finger's been fantastic. The locks aren't terrible, and if, if they can pull out Valentini, Nazarani, and Pocock... It's the opposite of last year. That's a hell of a forward pack. It's opposite of last year, where they seem to not have names, and they did better than they deserve. Yeah. This year, they're doing worse than they deserve. That's it. The, the back line has just been anonymous, basically. You know? yeah. Spath has his occasional good performance. Kurandrani has done nothing all year, big TK. Yep. I, I just love I love TK for one reason and it's when he scores a try I love seeing the choo choo the yeah. big try celebration could be Chris Kondrani he's just he's slotted in there it could be to be his on a holiday holy juice potion or something yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah alright we've talked too much on that game our lines to win by a lot um, lots of fantasy points uh, I think across the board but particularly your outside backs yeah Brumby's gonna get pumped yeah um, they could even run out Rohan for this game just as a Something Why different, not? but... Why not? Yeah. All right. Well, if he's going to start, he's going to get points. Trying to stop him from starting with Gloucester with all the other ex-Lions players. Exactly. Yeah. Last uh, game of just, the week. Just on that, interestingly, uh, that Ruan Ackerman, who's coaching over there, he lost the uh, Challenge Cup this week. And uh, <clears throat> so he's now lost three grand finals in a row. So just, just <laughs> wow. shout out to Ruan Ackerman on that one. So don't go play for him. Um, yeah, wow. Yep, Harry, take us away. Last game of the preview for round 14. Jags Bulls, another South African conference matchup, another cracker. Jags obviously flying sky high. It'll be interesting to see if they do need to rest a couple of their players, but I would think probably not, given that they kind of rotated them through for that four-game tour. Um, they're looking like they're on a roll. I think the Bulls away from home just aren't going to be quite as strong. So I, th- I think the Jags will probably get up. Um, the injured players that are of interest, I think Kubeli. You know, it's pretty stacked around number nine, but maybe we see him finally come back. Come on, been, Thomas. Well, he's been playing for the RG15 since round 10, so he's, he should be well informed. If they're rating him, he'll be in the 23 this week, you would think. You know, otherwise, what's the point of having him That's in it. amongst it? And yep. my inside scoop on that, or my take on it from last year, is that apparently he became the number one choice 
uh, halfback over Landajo last year, and he was preferred in all of the Argentinian Test matches last year. So yeah, this is good. And Ruan Steenkamp for the Bulls as well is apparently playing uh, Curry Cup or whatever. I don't know if it's that. If it's the Challengers Cup or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, I think right the Curry Cup's well. at the back end of the year. Yeah, so it's whatever they play now. Yeah, it's, I think it's something along those lines. Challengers, Challengers Cup. Cup. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, not 100% sure. Bulls Juniors, we'll call them that. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so either way, he's playing footy again. He's uh, playing for a number eight, but I don't think he's their top choice. I don't know much about him. No. Um, in terms of scorers, who do we expect? I don't know if you can see the uh, the loot, the second rowers who seem to be scoring half the points for the Bulls going as well this week. If they're going to have a tougher matchup, then surely against a physical Jaguars pack that's flying real high, this would be a tougher one. It's going to be a, f- a good game, though. Very yeah. physical. Ha- having said that, they score a lot of their points from runs and offloads. So that, that'll be an interesting one just to see where it goes. Mm. Jesse Creel is in awesome form, and I reckon that... Uh, God, he was good this week. The Jags yeah. outside centre is probably... is that Orlando. Orlando, that's Orlando. Right. Yeah, yeah. I reckon he's probably the weakest in that back line, to be Agreed. honest. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So if anyone's going to score some points from their back line, Jesse Carrillo would be my pick to just keep on scoring for them. And he is, I mean, it's not that that big a call considering he's their best player at the moment. Galen yeah. had a pretty good, Galant had a pretty good game this week. Yep. He, he showed... He's a good player. Yeah. He showed what he's made of. Absolutely. I think this will be, look, uh, despite from the Bulls going um, overseas, I think this will be a good test for the Haguares, just because... Well, because they're coming home, but because they've been playing a lot of test match style rugby against these Kiwi teams and Australian mm. teams. And if we're looking, even though the Bulls have been playing more expansive this year, you know, with the offloads and actually throwing it around with John Mitchell, when it comes to the crunch, like the Bulls genuinely play a lot more like a test match team in that their set piece is incredible. So yep. it's going to be a big battle up front in the scrums and line outs and just, um, just a lot of hard work in the forwards. It's going to be a good game. I think one of the things that the fantasy rugby draft guys said a few weeks ago, I believe I could be misquoting, was that the outside backs don't normally score very well against the Bulls either. So it's a bit of a worry for Moyano, um, Buffelli. Buffelli, and Delgi. Because guys don't huge anyway. Just, yeah, they're a bit hit and miss. Well, Buffelli is obviously the consistent one, but the other guys yeah. are a bit hit and miss, so it's probably not the week that you're, you're rushing them into your starting lineup. And also, just to, um, we said it last week, but just again, so Tuka lets out for the season, it looks like. Yeah. So, yeah. So. yeah. You are saying Buffelli is the consistent one. He's still only going to average a 34.5, which isn't isn't that's, that big. That's pretty good for the, for the outside backs. Yeah, yeah, 35. It's about the same as um, Tavita Lee, I think. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Your boy. Um, is, that, is that my boy anymore? Very good. Is that is that um, oh, no, all there is from that one? You think? Yeah. Well, like, to be honest, I think the lineups are pretty settled, and I think they're going to the balls will throw the ball around a fair bit, and the Jags will try and just play set piece to set piece and just be physical and and keep their form up. So it, it'll just be who shows up. But it, it's a game I'm looking forward to. I think I think a lot of it will come down to how well Andre Pollard plays. Basically, like that's for mine. Just uh, I know you talk about my players, yeah, my players, but yeah. no, just Pollard's absolutely controlled the Bulls. Um, yeah, he's 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 very good at steering them around the park. But having said that, he's played very well, and they've also lost by a significant margin as well. So I don't think True. I don't think it's really the barometer of the results. To be completely honest with you, that's because fair. he's good week in week out. That's fair. I just wanted you to say my players good week in week out. That's fine. Um, very good. All right. Well, that completes our round uh, 14 preview um, and our main course. So that brings us to... Um... What you got? What you got? Do with that? Nice, boys. Just, well, so, just so everyone knows, that is apparently Japanese for dessert. 
We trust Google. So disaster uh, is what we're up to. Excellent, boys. Well done. Um, all right. So look, our, um, we may have been struggling about five minutes before we started the podcast to think of our insight for the week, even though we're full of useful information. Uh, but we decided what we talk about was the... Um, the Sunwolves um, and what's going on with them. Um, obviously, it was very exciting to see their big win on the weekend and uh, the, the la- little bits of their game that they'd been improving every week, it all came together last week. Um, and look, so the other thing about the Sunwolves is it's all also genuinely very difficult to get any information out of them. Not only the language barrier, just... Um, there is one place you get it. It's just hard. So basically, we've, we've figured out, in terms of Sunwolves knowledge, this is how we, we rank it filtering down uh, and who has who possesses this uh, this knowledge. It's basically the Sunwolves team themselves, uh, number one. Number two, Richard Freeman. And uh, number it's a, it's a big drop from two. Number three yeah. uh, is us, basically. So <laughs> yeah, um, in terms of information uh, about the Sunwolves, um, yeah, Richard Freeman's great. So he's the of, of uh, course being the the reporter that goes to all their trainings. English journal, always over there training, doesn't commentating in the games. He's the only one you need. To Good commentator, over. actually. I, I quite enjoy his commentary as well. And also him and Jake White. Yes, that was yeah. Hey, we not talking about him. That's he right. Was great. Um, and look, also, yeah, shout out to Fridger Freeman because he, he actually responds, uh, you know, on yep. Twitter and everything. It's very helpful. Yep. So, um, t- you know, it tells you who to get in touch with and whatnot. So, anyway, but our insightful information, um, what we're going to talk about <laughs> is basically not this week, but the two weeks following that, the uh, Japanese uh, players or all the players from the Sun Rules pretty much are going into Japan squads for... Um, like training camps, so they're not playing anyone. It's not the test matches are in June, but they're yep. just going to two weeks of training camps. And uh, pretty much, it looks like the majority of the Sunwolves team is going to training camps. <laughs> Almost all of them. Pretty much anyone good. Though we've we've crunched the numbers, we've looked at the team rosters, and we have kind of put together who we think will be, uh, you know, sure to play in the in the the next two weeks. So we wouldn't say sure. Sorry, not I'm, sure. I'm interested. I reckon we can get at least 12 or 15. All right, let's, let's start that. with who will be available to play. We'll start with that. So That's according... pretty much where we go. <laughs> <laughs> that is all we have. All right, so no, like I guess our disclaimer on this is that um, despite, and you can, we'll provide the links in our show notes and on Twitter, I think it's already on Twitter, but um, who uh, all of the players that have been listed in that Japan training squad. Yep. Um, Disclaimer, well, some of those players will likely have to be released to play for the Sunwolves in these weeks. So. There's just too many. Because, yeah, otherwise they won't have enough to fill the team. But that aside, the players who will be available and who we think have been playing very well and could be likely to start, let's go through it. Um, takes away... Who, who's up, Harry? You want to go for the front uh, three? I'll, I'll like the back, so you guys... You guys All right, now let's forward. Give us a forward. Yes, thanks for giving me hard names. <laughs> you are a forward, mate. So the guy that you kept telling us is Australian, who isn't, Craig Mill. Yep. So we're saying he'll be number one. Nelson, if you, the thing is, if you keep saying players are Australian, hopefully, you know, maybe like, it'll just happen. <laughs> it's you, know? Like, you know what I mean? Someone will just be like, fuck. We're, we're thinking that an interesting pickup here is Jabba Bregovadzi. So he's listed as... A, Concentration on his face. You know <laughs> he's listed as a prop, yep. but he's a hooker. So that's a man that's... You yeah. could get your points. And without, without Shot of Hori on the bench to yeah. take so many minutes off him, you might see something... Better from him, but he he hasn't scored that well when he has started. Having said that, so normally that's that's huge fantasy listed as a prop playing hooker, yeah, Plain huge. Hooker. Yeah. It, well, it should be huge, but yeah. the two players, him and Ulysses, that are listed like that, have not been huge. I, well, I do remember a few people saying Ulysses is going to be a top prop. 
Yeah, I, I was one of them. I thought yeah, he was there. So I'm pretty sure it was I think, I think all of them said that, yeah. Um, yeah, Brig Varsity, from what we've seen from him, so he's the Georgian international, obviously, yeah. and he is, was supposed to come in and sort out their scrum and their set pace. Uh, the thing is, I don't know if he has much more to his game other than the set pace. I no. don't think he has a particularly strong running game um, or turnovers or whatnot, but... Um, Anyway, you know, get win some lineouts and you'll be right. Yeah. So we also thought at number three, we weren't a hundred percent sure. We're thinking maybe Henkes van Vijk. Yeah. Uh, the other potential came person off the there, bench last week anyway. Yeah. The other potential person I think's had one match is Nikolai Katsvili. Katsvili, very yeah. good. Yeah. I'll take that as a pretty good pronunciation. <laughs> so another Georgian international they brought into the squad. And then I'll just throw this one in there because he's Aussie. Sam Wikes. Yeah. Yeah, so he, I think he was battling another concussion or something. He got injured at one point, and then they just yeah. dropped him off the planet after that. He has been out for a little while. Did he, has he shown his head since he first uh, went missing? Well, normally it's all hands on. Oh, actually, no, he got dropped because he only made one tackle and zero runs in a game or something. That's right. Remember? No, he picked him up for a week. And, yeah. uh, and he did then nothing. He, he, he no, scored think, a try. Yeah, he scored a try, but that was all of his points. Yeah. Scored a try and got 19 points. Yeah. And 12 from his try. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Anyway, it's going to be all hands on deck, so this might be his opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Have another crack, sir. Um, um, do you want to continue, Harry? Yeah, sure, because you just don't want to say this one. <laughs> Willie Britz is going to be the number five, the other second rower. Why don't I want to say that? Because he's the smoky pick, because he's definitely not a second rower. But he has come... <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we had a list of about seven Lucys, and we went for who's the tallest, and it wasn't Britz. <laughs> but we realised that none of them are tall. And Willie Britz has actually played lock before. So and just think, purely because he's played there before, I think he's probably going to be the one. I think that's probably a better criteria than who's the tallest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that is how most teams pick their second rubbers. It's foolproof. Mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about that, but uh, you are back. you got to be Fet- Fetuani Lataemi, uh, who is just a Japanese number eight that they've just picked up in this last... He sounds Japanese, mate. Yeah. He is. He's 100% Japanese. <laughs> Tongue and board. Good tan. Um, he is a number eight that plays, and well, Lucy number eight that plays for Japan over in the uh, the Japanese league over there. And basically, they've picked him up as one of four players. Yeah, plays for the top league. Doesn't play for Japan though. No, Japanese top league. Yeah, but that's why he's available because he doesn't play for Trek, Japan. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Eddie Quirk, who just made his comeback last week, should be in the number seven jersey. Yeah, no, and he, then... he, he would be a shoe in. I think we can say with all certainty, Eddie Quirk's yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. And he's a good player. Riboni Basako. Uh, Look, yeah. he, he's a bloke that he's he's got some points in him. Yeah, we talked about him last week, to be honest, when we talked about the players that have been picked up and signed from the, the Sunwolves. But he was just the, you know, we said it before, Sun District player went over there, played number eight a few games last year and looked really good. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, all right. And then, uh, <laughs> nice. Excellent. Um, Nelson just knocked over everything off the table. Um, Again. Yeah, so moving on, um, we've crunched the numbers and uh, out of the four possible starting uh, halfbacks... Um, all four. <laughs> all four of them are in the Japanese squad. So yeah, that's some good intel, though. That's Nagare, Tanaka, uh, Shigeno, and no one's going to remember the fourth one. We're going to fake. Yeah, Tony. Just wait no, a second. Um, Just keep bumming. Well, you started saying it. I was backing you to get it right. Yeah, I've got. I think so. Everybody knows that it's Uchida. That's Ah, it. I say Uchida. He's played a few games. Yes. Um, Anyway, but so since they're all in the squad, it would probably suggest one of them will have to play. But otherwise, we actually we've we've got the inside scoop. We know who's going to play. Um, The only other man at training. The only other man at training every week. 
Richard Freeman. He's getting the big call up. Oh, Richie, he's in there. So Round of applause for that year. Look, I don't know how many minutes he'll last. Um, I'm excited. Or how effective he'll be, but um, he'll be there. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, he's basically a short thing. That's yeah. it. All right, and then look, the backs are pretty, uh, pretty clear. I think. So pretty, pretty yeah. Easy. yeah. So ten yeah, Hayden Parker. Fun. So the laser last week, hundred percent from the, off the boot. He's been playing well. Been playing at ten. Um, then in terms of the backs, we've got. We suspect Samisi Masaray will be playing. Yeah. Um, at twelve and thirteen, Michael Little been crushing it. Can't see him not playing. Thirteen. Normally we'd have Timothy Lafaele, but he's in the Japan squad. So Jason Emery, yep. who came on, um, played a lot of last week's game, but he came on and yeah. played a fullback, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, he came on for Masawara. He got Masawara, he got fifty yeah. minutes. So he's a utility back, um, and in the Highlanders he played. Every, I think he played a lot more centre in the Highlanders yeah. than he, he did, was definitely so. main centre. Yeah, so Emery to play center. Then we've got Salmaki, Tongan Godzilla. So he's not eligible to play for Japan because he's played for Tongan Sevens, I think. Um, Correct. So Tong is super happy about that, so, except they don't pay the players. Yeah, so for Jose Salmaki owners, you are cheering because he'll be playing the next three weeks, basically. He's yeah. definitely starting. No rest for him. Uh, and then at 15, we've already seen him come on. He's played 10 and 15 this year, but Robbie Robinson. Yep. So we suspect he'll play. So I reckon we've got 12 out of 15, I'll call it. I reckon 12's not bad. I think so. So basically, what we're saying is um, our insight is not this week. We don't have fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> not, not this week, but the two weeks following that Australian tour. These players are very likely to be playing uh, because the Japanese players are all away to training camp. So, what are the ones that matter? Really, let's go through it. It's Brig Badza, it's Sam Wikes, Vili Brits, Ed Quirk. Um, and then the back one that we went through. So any of those guys are pr- pretty settled, I think. So yeah, there's exactly. some valuable pickups there that aren't going to be taken. And as we said, some Wolves play in South Africa, uh, Australian sides. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, this is what I was going to say. Look, most people would think, oh, it's going to be weakened Sun Wolves team with all their players away at training camp. Look, if you look at that squad, despite not maybe having the cohesion and gelling together, there's still a lot of good players there. I think they're going <laughs> to struggle. You know what? To well, be honest. You reckon? There's, there's a couple of people there that you could say have sparked most of their attacking play. There's a couple of people there that, that are really good, but there's a lot of people in that one to eight that I think might might struggle. But you forget they're playing Australian teams. Last point, Amanaki Murphy. Last point, Amanaki Murphy. So Murphy is in, he's like named in the Japanese squad, but he will not be likely going to the Japan training camps because um, it's not actually in the June uh, international test window. So he's... Not um, the rebels requ- aren't going to release. He's not required to be released by the rebels, yeah. and I cannot see the rebels releasing him because that would that would be the dumbest thing that they could possibly do. So he he is their entire team, as we talked about last week in our uh, insights. What was it, twelve percent or something of their points per game? Yes. Murphy, so yep. yeah, um, can't see that happening. So yeah, that, that pretty much rounds out our deserto. Rounds out the deserto. <laughs> you nailed that. <laughs> You really did. I was got like an Italian haven't, accent. Haven't you lived there for a few years? I did live in Japan for a bit, but yeah. they speak English. Um, just not. It's been great. Just not, just not managed, the We've managed to cover <laughs> eight minutes talking too much chop again. Excellent. So uh, that's our signing off for another week. And um, thanks for Nelson for making it terrible. Yeah, Happy drafting. Catch you later. <laughs> See ya.